Hello and welcome. Welcome back to the Race Ride Seek podcast, Series 2. My name is Adam Lana. I'm part of the Curve family here. And yeah, we're looking forward to a whole new format this this series. We've got... thought we'll change up the, um, the format a little bit and actually take off where we left off with uh, the last uh, episode of the last series where it was just more a casual, casual chat around the, around the table. So... Today I've got uh, Sarah, Sarah Hammond and Rhino talking about Rhino's own Indie Pack Wheel Race adventure and also with some upcoming events that uh, he's going to be taking on, uh, be it the Trans America and maybe even the Trans Conti um, and also a bit of uh, information that Sarah shares along the way. So uh enjoy the podcast um yeah it's been a while since we last uh had a drink together so um yeah we've been busy over the summer changing premises and yeah getting into our new house so come down say good day in uh, bond street abbotsford um but otherwise have a listen uh excuse the audio quality it's something that we're going to try and work on for the rest of the series but uh we'll keep this up and uh yeah enjoy thanks a lot we put the bank announcement on that on for the postman. He was like, have you delivered anything this cool before? He's going, mate, sometimes I deliver things that I know they're, uh, how do you say, <laughs> toys for lady, young ladies. <laughs> or, or, or young men. <laughs> Well, welcome to episode two, series two of Race Ride Seek podcast. The season has begun. We're trying something different. We're just going to go live. That's the way the podcast is going to work. So we've got us, you caught us mid-conversation there. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got uh, the brain's trust. Seeing how we're going. No, we just we, we're on a podcast, Liam. Yeah, so the new podcast format is that we're just going. It's effectively live. It's effectively just talking. Other than the recording, just yeah. be yourself, mate. Is that the quick release for the front or not? We haven't got confirmation on the quick release for that wheel set. No. So I reckon it's just book it in anyway, and by the time it pulls back, it's booked in, and we'll have it by the door for collection tomorrow. Uh, I can look at the label and label. Yeah, yeah. do that and then I'll sort it out tonight. Cool. So we've got Sarah, Rhino and myself, Adam here. And we're just all huddled around a little desk uh, at Curve HQ, um, feverishly tapping away at our laptop. There we go, Sarah. How did I know? And um, yeah, we've got, we wanted to we talk. Will. We've talked to Rhino. Rhino's wearing his IPWR18, Rhino's own IPWR18 t-shirt. Because obviously I did it in my own way. In his own way, and there's a lot of a uh, lot of stories to tell. I think that's. Uh, why don't we start there? What's uh, what's going on? How was your your uh, ride across Australia? Well, I thought it was a, a better performance than the year before. <laughs> Is this a, from a vlogging point of view or from a performance just purely? <laughs> like, um, I thought the vlogs were a bit different. Everyone was desperate for me to find another cuddly toy and turn yeah. them into life, which is a bit strange. Can you find something? I found a toy on the side of the road that actually Riser found. 
and you put it in the dirt facing up with a wave, sort of a waving hand. Yeah. And when we got to it, we were like, this is the creepiest little toy we've seen. And there was a duck, but he was kind of sort of smiling awkwardly, missing an eye, at a bit of a quirky, I was like, this is, yeah, that's not a spirit animal. It's not the spirit animal I should be picking up. I thought he picked it up and he tied it to his, to his saddlebag and he carried it all the bloody way to Sydney to send up. I thought it was that Amy that you were trying to try to strap to your, uh, <laughs> to your bike. The poor Amy shoes there. He, I thought he was sleeping, but he wasn't. He'd since perished and had a massive cavity in his chest. Yeah, for those who haven't seen, Brian decided to uh, poke a... Well, I wanted to show you an the emu. The emu. I didn't poke the emu. It sounds like I sodomized a dead animal. <laughs> Jeez, you said that, not me. <laughs> and the podcast is the uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll edit that. No, we won't be editing that. Well, what? Uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I tried to take, you know, like I thought, oh, you know how you get a lucky rabbit's foot? Maybe I can borrow his, his, his hoof or his talent. <laughs> and, and you were, you know, in your poop. Anyway, how was it? How was uh, it? Was great. It was a great indie pack. Everyone got across the country safely. Yeah. Lots of young newcomers to the to the sort of bikepacking sport. We saw a lot of camaraderie out there. We saw a lot of, you know, people that have now become ultra-distance coaches in the wake of their success. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, there's all, all sorts happening, which is, yeah. which is great. Well, if you're oyster. Yeah. <laughs> and what an oyster you've created. Kind of a grain of sand. <laughs> you've created a beautiful pearl. Congratulations. <laughs> no, but it's great, um, you know, and obviously we've still got two guys out there doing the 2017 Pack course, so once all of the pack slapping is finished, there's, you know, we're still thinking about Jesse and how that's all going to um, finish up. But, um, yeah, from a, from a personal point of view, it was a, it was great to see all of the good things that could come out of such a horrible first indie pack and the community really supporting one another to make sure that everyone comes safely. Mm-hmm. That was cool. In the light of last year, I think it changed the format for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's been a constant discussion about the format of last year, obviously having that race component this year not and people obviously commenting on what they preferred. Mm. Um, yeah, some people decided to tour it. Some of, some of them wanted to meet pe- people of a similar age or interest or come together. Some still raced, yeah. you know, and those that did should be ultra-distance kind of world by its roots, really. I mean, there's obviously a young man out there that uh, that can really punish himself to to be up with the the Sarahs and the Jessies oh. of the world. So that's you know that was interesting to see. I mean, all of those. Sorts. You're talking about Abdullah, obviously. Abdullah, you know, Sully, you Sully know, was was a well, rider, yeah. you know, first he's a 24-hour mountain biker that likes to light his flame on his beard on fire and. Go crazy single speed, 
um, for 24 hours. Now he's, you know, he crossed the line in third. He's, uh, he's been um, not long back home and he's thinking about another adventure. So it's obviously spot something inside his soul. That's really cool. Um, you know, he's, oh, what was it? The bloody Frenchman. You know, <laughs> another great, I mean, he's a very experienced rider mm. and you could tell in the way that he just consolidated his second and just tore me the new, Eating it. yeah, just ripped me apart. Daunting so, you. I'm, I'm riding so slowly, where are you? <laughs> With my baguette in my saddle bag, I will <laughs> use it as a bayonet when I see you next. Rhino! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then... What a legend, but yeah, he did it on a, did you see what he was doing on? He's like, he didn't even wear big shorts, he's just, he's just in shorts like Jesse and Sarah would ride. I don't believe you were really wearing big shorts at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, you weren't wearing big shorts. So, what happened there? Like, there were a lot of questions. <laughs> so, Ryan, probably, how many, how many days in did you Why decide to cut the... Well, I've had these two hot dogs that weren't actually hot dogs. They were made from like cat and something else on day one. Oh, oh. And now a penny drops. Yeah, drops explode. 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 And it was exploding. <laughs> that's what the lava. Came that's what the lava. That's what the um, the Vesuvius volcano that's on your arm. The t-shirt. We've got this. Uh, oh, there it is. Just my rhino's bum. Indeed. Nicely played, Adam. Yeah. You created the show. Ben, if anyone's so. got their t-shirt at home, you can follow along with it. <laughs> 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 and thankfully it's not scratch and sniff. So. <laughs> oh, look, you've got the Libra pad on the other side. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I had these hot dogs. And they'd obviously been sitting in a warming drawer for the best part of a month. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Kept reheating it until one poor little sucker um, decided to bite the bullet and um, yeah, loosen his bowels. So that's kind of what was going on was just... Um, so created some issues down Created there. some issues and then, you know, in a, in the stroke of wisdom you decided to... Uh, yeah, and there was also this little piece of stitching that could we rush to get that rhino kit out as well? Because everything was last minute. Poor old peddler was trying to um, get get me this really cool high vis kit, and I didn't get to test the chamois before riding, unfortunately. And um, yeah, so what happened was that was sort of cutting into me a bit, which was a pain because I've I've used the vis before on my adventure pants with the really groovy pockets that you can like hide things in. And um, there wasn't an issue, but having not tested these ones, it turned out that the little seam was also tearing into me a bit. And because I've got a really wide saddle position and the chamois was a bit narrower, so you have that, I was getting like skin infections and I had problems obviously with the undercarriage and yeah, anyway, so that's why I cut it out because I was, I was just desperate. Every pedal stroke, it's just... Horrible. So it was a volatile cocktail. It was a cocktail of chaos and disaster. Yeah. Oh, well. we'll move on from that subject, won't we? 
Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was well documented. I'm trying to believe it was a burial ceremony. The burial ceremony was pretty fun. that one day. Uh, he knows where it is. He's going back. No worries. Next year, my third attempt on the impact, <laughs> I will. Um, he's going back for it. I'm going to so resurrect it. So it's going to be the resurrection. Oh, it's um, like some. Some yeah. dingo has got your baby and uh Well strangely enough someone said, Oh, I've seen a green half cut chamois and we found it and we were gonna take a photo and send it to you. Mm-hmm. Apparently yeah. that's one of the other ones. The hoax. But I think that was just that was messing with me. It's like those crazy people that kept on trying to ransom evil to me that said, Oh, they found them in Canberra. Yeah. There was some wildcats out there. Yeah. yeah. So but yeah, there's the burial ceremony and there's like this little tombstone with a Libra pad underneath on the... Uh, yeah. yeah. That's very cute. Um, and they're all... There were so many great stories. Yeah. And so coming from that. <laughs> I mean, the spiders, the disabled toilets. I did a bit of a tour of the country again with disabled toilets, but I kind of learnt um, sleeping rough and a bit of a different style of racing because I was riding for a bit longer this time mm-hmm. and then I was using that um, foil blanket and it would last for a couple of hours and then it would be like an alarm clock because you'd be so cold you just get up and start riding again. Yeah, so, so you straight back into it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So you're much happier with your strategy overall as an endurance for racing for icon? For the first week I was. I'm not really an endurance cycling icon. Yeah. I think... Um, I'm not, maybe I'm a cycling comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you actually gave it a good nudge, though. This mm-hmm. year. Like it was, uh, you know, there was no. Uh, you, I think you finished on 320 k's a day, which is nothing to be. Uh, uh, I think to show away from. That was pretty. Uh, I don't know. It's not. It's. It's. Yeah, it's not 400. It's not 400. <laughs> <laughs> not. Not there. So yeah. 320 is what I did for the Trans Am this year, though. Trans Am? Mm. 320. Big way. No. Forget about impact now. Let's, let's continue on a little bit more on the impact. So, 320 a day. I mean, yeah. And where'd you feel like what went right, what went wrong? Well, the second week was a disaster. I was doing like 180, 230, and that's why my average went down. Because I, I was like, holy crap, I can do 400 a day. And I was doing 400 a day for a few, like back to back, really. And I was thinking, oh, this is the magic that Sarah and Jesse talk about. And everything was falling into, into place. And then I did a really stupid day from Kingston to Melbourne trying to get here for Wednesday and like, you know, the Belgie was on a Wednesday and I wanted to see everyone and you ended up being the only person to see me in. <laughs> it was 3 a.m. I'd been riding from 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. the day before and I was racing a bit and being a bit stupid, um, which is generally my experiential way of doing things. And um, yeah, unfortunately it cooked me. Yeah. So you did a, that was a big, because I obviously saw you at about, what, 2 a.m.? Yeah. That morning or 3 a.m.? And me crashing into a Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah, you just, uh, so, well, you were pretty knackered, to say the least. Um, it was a bit stupid. Yeah. And then you, um, yeah, it was sort of from that point, you were, I think we got here at Curve and it was like 5.30 in the morning. 
Oh, well, by the time you actually got to sleep, it would have been 6.30. Yeah, true. And then, you know, so then you were up at and you know, only two hours later. Yeah, trying like, to then that stupid Belgier, let's get spare time and walk <laughs> onto an aggressive race bike and trap all the nerves in your hand. And now... But please buy the train. <laughs> uh, uh, well, don't use it as a cross-the-country bike, which it's not designed for, but... Well, not in the setup you had it at. No. Well, that's it, true. It can definitely go cross country, but I'm not sure about. Uh, not in that degree. Not if you had like, yeah. I think there was about an extra, about ten centimeter drop in your between the bars oh. and your saddle compared to the last one. Yeah, so, if not more. And you were adamant. Well, I was even saying, "Are you sure you're on a swap? Mm. Are you sure, Rhino?" And you're like, "Yeah, man. You just do it. Just change the chain ring. Make Liam change the chain ring." So <laughs> <I was> like. <laughs> Right. Give us the breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, all right, it'd be good for the air. Like it was a, it was a good thing. But and then I was like, yeah, it was a good thing. I was thinking about Kurt. Yes, you were. You're thinking. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm thinking a company man. I'm a company man. You know that. Uh, I sleep on the workshop floor. But it was, I mean, it was cool that you wrote it. But obviously, it just hurt a little bit more writing it. Or yeah, I didn't have an error bar, so you can't get that sort of final relaxed position if you need to take pressure off your shoulders and your uh, elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, so over time, that your hands just, Sarah will probably tell you as well, you just, you, you just lose it. It's like carpal tunnel. Yeah, and you need that in different position. Yeah, so unfortunately, yeah, but, um, it's fine, like, it's just one of those things. You just work through it and, um, you know, you manage it like everything else. It did take me forever to leave Curve. I think I had a 230k or 200k, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't that much actually, it was 130, 130k leave on Sully at that stage. And I was right, I'd, I was obviously just behind Stefan. By the time I'd actually left, because Stefan left in the morning, and I left at half past two in the afternoon. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe he's done a bike swap. It's against the rules. And I was like, yeah, I've lost 130k lead on solid. I've uh, let Stefan go up the road. And I've spent all day with no sleep trying to change over a bike swap. Yeah, it's a genius move and I'm cheating. <laughs> I think everyone was a little flexible on the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, some people caught ferries Very across, good. and I believe I saw people riding gravel roads at one point. Or not even riding the course whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, or just doing their own thing. Or just when you come into Melbourne and Adam's like, check this out, and we're just watching the farm belt along with the yeah, like. <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> How'd that go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a nice 
Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you're too busy crashing into, uh, into Vietnamese restaurants. Yeah, true. Okay, I didn't do that. She's <laughs> 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 gone quiet. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, what did I not do? Docklands. Yeah, you missed the Docklands. I mean, Docklands. I passed through Docklands and went straight here. Yeah, I was going to do it in the morning and then I thought, <laughs> you know what? You fluffed around. I've, I've completely fluffed it, I'm jumping on the bottle. Right. Right. It wasn't official. No official. Yeah, a lot of people. Does that mean I didn't do any Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you just go ride that section now if you want. Yeah. We can do it as part of the podcast. I mean, hey. Let's go. I'll spray it. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting some. You'll spray the bully for me. Yeah. That's what I was really excited about, seeing people. Saw no one. <laughs> well, you arrived at four in the morning. Yeah, I was like, you dickhead. I can't believe it. All my mates didn't even come and say I was there, right, mate. You were there. I was there. But I, was I had one you. friend. I saw you. Then he came in the morning. Yeah. You don't remember me coming in? We're all here in the morning. Yeah. They weren't there for the... I mean, I meant for the ride. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I didn't remember you coming in. That was cool. You didn't come to mine last year. I was there for you. <laughs> I was there for you, Sarah. You Melbourne when I came through? Yeah, because I was like trying to do my first one as well. <laughs> yeah. Because so so you were so far ahead, Sarah. No, that would have been it. No, I'm not having a beer. No, two o'clock in the afternoon. The podcast. <laughs> yeah. Look at him, he gets all excited and then it's like, oh, we're not working anymore, we're just having beers. Yeah. Yes, so Melbourne, then so that's yeah, airtime. So Melbourne, then, yeah, airtime, that was fun, a super fast bike. Um, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally awesome to ride. Sorry, I'm also going through emails. And, uh, Victor in Perth. Hi, Victor. Got these missing wheels. And um, yeah, and then I, was, I, I think I did about 80k's or something and fell asleep. Like I just couldn't. Every day I'd wake up and I'd be just so fatigued that it was. I was just not able to to ride. You were very broken after Melbourne. Yeah, it's just stupid. I was really frustrated because I knew the formula that works with my body and I got overexcited mm-hmm. and just threw that out of the window because I thought I was just, uh, <laughs> superhuman. Ultra distance. That's part of it. <laughs> and yeah, how do you how do you watch <clears throat> his progress, Sarah, from you know, obviously doing it the year before and it was nice to see. It was actually nice to sit back and watch people doing the course. Mm. Yeah. Um and you have these little moments where you're like, oh, I remember that, I remember that. And everyone has different experiences. So some sections that were hellish for me were some of the people might have got them on a good day, like Kalamara. Like, that was horrible for me to go oh, in the middle of the night. I hate that place. Everyone's like, oh, it's such a beautiful climb. I'm like, it was pitch black and you know, yeah. two degrees and I'm freezing. I just kept having to pull over and sleep on the side of the road. Yeah. It's just a beauty. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's... I still have, I it's just, it's just a big climb. And then you get to the top and it's one of those like ass where it's like, yeah, I get to go down and then up and down and back up. And it's like, um, and, and it was harder for you because you were unsupported as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's loads of people, which is great to see all your Star Wars supporting other people. But I also was like, I'm carrying all of this stuff. And the only annoying thing was, Stefan didn't take a damn thing and neither did Sully, because they just kept on getting fetched, mm. which is great. But if we were supposedly all racing, no. I was like, oh, wow, I've got all this food strapped to my back. You know. And then Crutchy was at the top, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to jump in and start showering as much food that everyone wants to give me. That's that's brilliant. Um, and just relaxed a bit more. But well, Sarah got Sarah. You had a huge fanfare coming through Melbourne last year. <laughs> no, but I mean in terms of like support, in terms of not having to worry about when things open, not having to <laughs> worry about riding titles, new horses. You've always got. Like I travel a marathon at 65 k of climbing. Yeah. And you have one stop, and then if you miss the general store, yeah. that's it. And Stefan had missed that. Sally would have also had an issue. I got there 10 minutes after it opened. Yeah. Morning. And because the next stop was only anyway. That's right. It took me so long to be able to say that. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the place. Place with the big fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you meet me? Put them in me. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's why it would have been so hard for you as well, because logistically you have to plan, and when you're racing, it's a very different it's a very different ride mm. than when you're um, cruising along with mates and you've got loads of support. I sound really miserable, don't I? No, no. but that's, that's the component of it where it doesn't matter if you're racing against 100 people or not, it's your own race. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, and obviously you're... Yeah, so. It's what your conscience, I guess, holds up at the end of it on how you did it. Yeah, yeah that's honoured the race through all the rules that were originally set up around the first year. Yeah, it um, does make it. That's kind of what I was always thinking about. Which this is Jesse's race. Hmm. Everyone else that's kind of involved in it are there because he he put it on, and obviously you, you were involved in that um, as a as a as an organizer with um, Dragon Face. <laughs> Dragon Face, um, which is the most strangest name that we should probably, where the Dragon Face come from? Who's oh, the Dragon Face? Tram Face. Tram Face. Tram Face. Sarah's like oh, waving God. her arms seriously <laughs> saying, no, <laughs> cut it out. Um, <laughs> So, but the whole miserable thing, though, I mean, yeah, you say sure. that you're sounding miserable, like, obviously, from an Instagram point of view, everyone thinks you're just happy all the time. Yeah, well, you and, know. And I can attest that it's... But you've got to be ready today. <laughs> uh, Rhino is still human, <laughs> and, if, you know, he takes these, these things pretty seriously, and it's obviously behind all the humour, it's good to see the other side where, you know, you have to take this sort of thing seriously, otherwise you're not going to get across the country by yourself. And That's right. And if you need support, fair enough. If you need support, hey, there's a great community out there that will make sure that you're safe. And that's probably why there were so many more people that finished this year in comparison to last year when 30 riders couldn't even get out of WA. Part of the field would just decimate because they realise when you race this, it's very different to where you're, you're touring it. And I appreciate a lot of people were like, "Yeah, we raced it, man, and we're like legends of the sport, and we're we're, we're now 
able to coach other people into doing this, but I think after all the backslapping and high-fiving, you've got to understand that the, the top 1% of these guys are very different to the, to the people that would have finished bar Abdullah, Stefan, maybe um, Salah. Yeah. Like, when the best of the best lined up, you can see what they could do um, in the 2017 race and what guys like Christoph and, you know, Abdullah's probably in that bracket now mm-hmm. as well. So, so that's, that's just something that people should be mindful of. If you want to race it and do do this next year, just think about how you're going to take that challenge on, uh, I guess. Yeah. And so speaking of challenges and new challenges, there was a video yeah. that uh, I somehow posted up yesterday mm-hmm. after you decided to announce uh, a bit of a Trans Am adventure. Isn't that like an initiation? Because well, clearly, I mean, following in the footsteps of <laughs> Jesse and Sarah, and I'm, I'm not to know why. Trans Am, that's like it's not even what well, we're in May, May yeah. 3rd, and starts on what June yeah. 3rd, and exactly a month, and I leave on the 25th of May, so 22 days. Hey, okay. wow, three weeks. Ryan looks like he's caught in the headlights right now. I think he's a bit worried about what's about to happen. I've been thinking about it for a while. It's an incredible ride. It's it's exciting. I, I've got to tell the race organisers still that I'm doing it. Uh, that's probably a good place to start, right? Yeah. But um, Adam is very excited. Hi, <laughs> Ryan's doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, sorry, mate. We uh, I'm still going through your paperwork because it's a big race. And again, people need to know what they're getting themselves in for. Nathan was here last year. Yeah, Nathan did round the world and then decided to do any pack at the end. <laughs> yeah. Just squeeze it in. So I think he came through from India or something. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I was mm-hmm. quite amazed by him and got to ride with him for a bit, have a chat. So yes, so that's been, so we've got Sarah here. Did it in what year did you do it? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Jesse did it in twenty fifteen. Yeah. And now Rhino twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about a triple crown as well, which is the transcontinental. Yeah. But you know, let's let's get you through Trans Am first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah. I think Rhino was just looking at Sarah. <laughs> and, Sarah can probably tell you how hard this coach is on <laughs> on his athletes. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who? Yeah, no. It's good. You'll love it. <laughs> no, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited. I've never really gone across America. It's incredible. Food sounds amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, 10 states, 6,800 k's. You start in, um, is it Astoria? Yeah. Astoria, yeah. Yeah. The Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> the Goonies, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is Portland, right? Here you go. Astoria. Astoria. Astoria in Oregon. In Oregon, sorry. North in Oregon, yeah, not Portland. You um, generally flying. Flying to Portland and then ride right up to Astoria. And both in the state of Oregon. Yeah. And then you traverse nine other states. The Rockies, Oregon, Idaho, six thousand eight hundred kilometers. Yep. What's the highest point, Sarah? You, you've got uh, uh, 
Who's a pup? Who's your pup? Yeah, in Colorado. Um, what, 3,000? No, that wasn't that much. Is it 3-2? Yeah, it's, it's pretty sure. high. It's high. <clears throat> yeah, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, 3,518 yeah. metres. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Dr. Google. Um, so that's your high point. I hope you like altitude because Sarah didn't, did you? Yeah. What uh, what happened there, Sarah? I'm under the combination of everything. Looking back now, I know it was because of the time. I did struggle with the altitude. Everything just slows down. Um, it's just an adjustment thing. You don't have that much time to adjust and let's move over there. Um, so it's just, yeah, it can just slow you down, slow your pace down, slow your breathing down. Um, and you tie that in with a bit of fatigue and sleep deprivation and the recipe for disaster. So that was kind of where it was my under in that year where I kind yeah. of flipped out of race mode and just went into, ugh, I've got to finish the ride mode. So <laughs> and that's really my plan. Because you were leaving from day one. Two indie packs, I think mm -hmm. it's. Uh, yeah, but a lot of the indie pack I know from riding around Australia, mm -hmm. and this is this I is something you have to. Yeah, I did my research. I just grabbed the logistics and kind of went. Yeah, you took Jesse's notes and I had my notes and his notes. notes yeah. Um, but um. Like, or whatever it is, and it's, it's not a big stretch. It's 
like 100k, I think, between race and five points. Oh, if, right. if even that. I don't really I can't remember exactly, but it's a bit of a. But it's um, a long line. race. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so to me. You won't get like, hungry, but. <laughs> but you might not. The train down got harder because it's my first race. And yeah. I, just, I had no idea how to manage like, sleep deprivation, the caffeine. Yeah. I learned very quickly how to manage caffeine after that. Oh, um, really? How do you manage caffeine these days? Don't touch it. No, it's just very minimal now. Minimal, yeah. Transam, I Because you used to have the caffeine. My coffee gel. Coffee gel. No, that was good. That worked. And oh, the rock. You would have a whole jar of coffee for the whole race. And I just went quick on a little bit. And three times a day, it would be like equivalent of one cup of coffee. Oh, okay. So I didn't yeah. have anything else. Transam. Do you still have that bottle? Yeah, I haven't rinsed it out yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but Trans Am. I think it's the cockroach fell. Yeah, <laughs> no, you guys just saw it. Um, Trans Am. I was like, you know, I wake up and drink a Red Bull and then take no nos and then get an energy supplement. Oh, right. oh and wow! Then Too much I was like, I was overdosing on caffeine to the point I have to stop riding because my eyes were getting scattered. Yeah. Like, right. like, yeah. So it was just. But I thought that was the only way to stay awake and yeah. it would have a reverse effect on me. And just too much sugar. Yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to change that whole diet thing. You've got to eat. I'm going to go. more real food. I'm going keto. Yeah. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to be. What is keto? This is for the people out there that don't know. Meat, whole way. See, fat, cover, butter. No, I've just been. Butter. Look, Uncle Pete has. He's put me on to this. He's like my nutritional coach. <laughs> it's just essentially a low-carb diet. Um, so low it's low-carb and it's high-fat. So low-carb, high-fat. No sugars. No real no real sugar. Um, and we've been doing our blood tests and stuff, and you did one yesterday with me, and you, you do a bit of fasting as well, and have, it's quite interesting to see that you're on the way to being kind of keto adapted. Um, so yeah, essentially I'm just trying it out. It's working really well. Like I did a six hour ride the other day after testing my blood to see if I was fat adapted and my body's metabolizing for that. Yeah, and <laughs> adapted. Adapted, 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 adapted. Yeah, so it's transitioning your body into burning stored body fat instead of relying on Carbohydrates, which is very anyway. Yeah, which happens anyway. It naturally happens in these. That's right. That's right. But then, what happens though when you need, like, yeah? So, will so will carb do that anyway, or like, does it actually make a difference while you're racing, or are you going to just carb it up when you? I think the reason why people struggle so much in the first three or four days is because they're going through like this keto flu. Yeah. Yeah. Bodies adapting. Their body hasn't got that ability to metabolize fat, and it's devoid of. 20,000 calories a day, you can't consume enough yeah. food anyway. It's just impossible, and you're always in debt. And that's why Sarah and Jesse and myself, after watching them and making a massive mistake and coming in super lean and like an, a, a road race. I thought, wait, I'm Yeah, so you're, you've got all those fat stores, your body's conditioned to understanding how to access them. Whereas an athlete that's going in for the first time, they're going, oh, my body's stuck, yeah. I don't know how to do this. My inflammatory responses are really bad. 
you know, I'm having these massive insulin swings all the time. Is that why your face looked like a pumpkin? I was in a lot of pain. Obviously, I was going through some difficult periods. Yeah, and it's a sodium shock as well, and your body's um, swelling. Um, but yeah, I didn't, wasn't in a very good place when I was doing that filming. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so anyway, this... Um, it's all part of it though, it's all part of it. <clears throat> so you're seeing keto as a, effectively an extension of what you've been doing anyway, or what the body get, goes through. Well, yeah, I've noticed a massive change just in, in um, you know, my energy levels. Um, I, I feel healthier, I feel... I feel um, like there's none of that three o'clock fade. Mm-hmm. I don't get any of that. I wake up first thing in the morning. I get a bit bloated with eating certain carbs and drinking certain types of beers. I don't have any of that anymore. Yeah. I, I can ride for huge periods of time and I can still go hard. Like we did the Belgium and the Belgium and then I went out to Macedon. I did over six hours of riding on a bottle of water. Yeah. You know, lot, lots of people wouldn't be able to do that. Just running on carbs, mm-hmm. um, and then just experimenting with how I can um, use that in a, in so a race it, environment, yeah. which is I think it's key to these sorts of races. Yeah, um, cool. So yeah, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have carbs. It just means you're more efficient at transitioning to another fuel source yeah. once those are depleted. Cool. So yeah, the long yeah. story short, if you're interested in that, there's you know, low carb down under. I think a lot of Australian scientists are leading the, the way in how um, the keto diet can actually be good for good for you. Um, and it certainly helps Uncle Pete. He's six, nearly 65 years old. He's had chronic back and um, knee issues. Um, he's back to riding a bike every day. He's just got a lovely new Belgian spirit that we, we made for him and hand painted and Spikes by Steve did a great job and that's all great. Coffee time. I don't know. There we go. It's coffee time. Leave the coffee. Matt, she'll be coming in after. Come here, my friend. We're just talking about Peter and then you come in talking about Peter. Oh, yeah. I'm mad. I think Liam the total opposite to keto. Yeah. Adapted. Um, yeah, he's, he's okay. Good, good. So what is, uh, so beyond, obviously we've got your nutritional strategy. Have yeah. you got any other thoughts about how you want to tackle it or are you just learning obviously from what you did us with Jesse, from IndyPack or? Jesse goes, you're there mate, you might as well just go as hard as you can for as long as you can and then just Explode in a glorious ball. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that option. Um, I'm a bit worried with um, doing that because it's much longer than what I've ever been experienced. Right. Keep going, mate. Sorry, Liam's just doing it. The, the copy machine's a bit noisy. So you get me? this is this is a new series. This is a new series of the podcast. Yeah, race ride thing. It's live, it's unplugged, it's raw, it's in a kitchen um, <laughs> office of Kurt. <laughs> How good were those Friday night shed beers that we'd be doing with them? Yeah. You've got the grinder on. That's the grinder. And then we'll have the... Uh, uh, I'm not doing milk, don't worry. Oh, you want to do milk? Oh. Oh. 
All right, mate. <laughs> so go go hard. So you but you want to try and measure yourself like the start of in the back. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm still. I still think I'm. I've learned a lot from this last thing you pack, and I think I think that strategy will work for me. So ride mm -hmm. for about eighteen to twenty hours a day, sleep for maybe three. I want to kind of work on more of the ride at ride hours, mm -hmm. um, but I'm also changing my strategy. I'm going to be using the Belgian Air. You are. Oh yeah, I'm taking the Air, but I'm going to put Aero bars on it. And I'm going to change the positioning. At Liam's smiling because he can't wait to work on that <laughs> new uh, new bike for me. Yeah. The Belgian Air Road. Air Road. Oh, I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we'll leave that for next time. We'll, oh, okay. We've been going for about 40-odd minutes, so it's yeah. time to probably wind. 40-odd minutes of ah. pure gold. Yeah, I know. It's just pure gold. Like, so, oh, was it? I don't no, know. Everyone knows it was terrible and everyone said that. <laughs> That's right. So we just say, if they've got this far, if you've got this far, I'm coming to Kerb for a free t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> That's us, 50 minutes. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 1, Series 2 is done. We got a little bit wayward there towards the end, but we got through. Uh, the audio is, yeah, still not as good as I'd like it. We'll try and improve on that over the next few episodes. Uh, if you've got any questions or any suggestions for us, please email us on raceridesseek at curvecycling.com. Share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, share the love, really. Um, also, if you want to check out any events that we've got coming up go to our facebook page um, we're trying to improve and get more events out there that involve the community the cycling community you know movie nights bikepacking nights um beer drinking sessions so jump on our facebook page and yeah see what we've got going on um come check out our new headquarters as well so just give us a ring and you can come see the space and yeah check out our bikes or even if you just want the space for uh for usage of your own um we're happy to talk about that too so yeah get down here say good day hope you enjoyed the show until next time race ride seek Woo.